Hey, my name's Sean Taylor. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame. Welcome to Avatar The Last Podcasters. Chris, I think it's safe to say this is an episode that people have kind of been looking forward to, or at least some semblance of this episode. We're doing unpopular Avatar The Last Airbender opinions. Don't get your hopes up, uh, hardcore Korra fans. We're going to do unpopular Korra opinions next week, a.k.a. in about, you know, 45 minutes from right now. <laughs> but before we get started, Chris, as always, how you doing? How you feeling? How's the family? I'm doing great. Oh, I forgot to mention to you, we, uh, COVID hit the house <laughs> lately. Um, but like my, like my, my two kids, my three, I have three kids, uh, two of them, that's a negative. And then the, the toddler, that's positive, but he was perfectly fine. Like there are times that he's been sicker and I've, and, and like, he, he just has absolutely no symptoms right now. Uh, and it's, well, he probably won't have any, that was like a week at this point, almost a week ago. I think I was a little sick last week, um, but really pretty asymptomatic. My wife was a little, well, a lot more sick than me. Uh, but so that's just kind of annoying. But really, I'm doing doing great. I, I'm sorry to hear that your kids had COVID. Do kids get standard COVID shots, or is there like a kid adapted? Yes. Yeah, no, they do. My kid, okay. all my kids have been. I'm a sheep, apparently. I'm kidding. <laughs> All my kids have been vaccinated and, and boosted. Interesting. Um, well, hey, hopefully it's passed through your house. Uh, we we are all healthy in this house, uh, sickness-wise. But, Chris, I woke up yesterday morning, and I've never felt old before. So I woke up yesterday morning, and just, like, my whole back and shoulder and side and neck hurt. And still this morning as well. And I just, like, can't turn my head. I feel like George Clooney Batman. Anybody? Um, Schumacher Freeze. Batman <laughs> never leave the cave without it. And that woman, <laughs> film. Long need to bring back George Clooney Batman. That's what James Gunn should have done. I mean, and, you could bring back George Clooney Batman and attempt to make a, a bring movie back around him. Man, while he's at it, I okay. <laughs> why not? You know, um, is that is that Dean Kane? Is that Dean Kane? I'm still so excited we got to see him in person. And anyway, yeah, if I look really uncomfortable for the next three weeks of recording, it's because we're doing that all tonight, and I'm just super stiff and in a lot of pain. But uh, I don't feel too bad just, like, sitting as long as I don't move. Hey, Chris, that's fun news. We got our panel request. Yes. Oh, don't, don't don't give up too, many, too much information, because apparently... in the email is like, don't say the timing and stuff. Cause I will not say the timing. change it. I'll say well, the yeah, panel the request. Panel got approved. We did get uh, 20 more minutes than last year. So if anyone's going to be at Planet City Comic Con coming up uh, in March, we will be there. More news to come. I mean, yeah, it'll be a, a trivia. I think I can share that. It's not like someone from Planet City Comic Con would be like, don't, don't do it. Dang it. He said trivia. Cut them. Cut them from the thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we'll be Nobody's going to. You know, so sometimes I have pipe dreams uh, uh, of like, so Grey Doll Griffin was announced that she'll be at, uh, who is the voice of Azula, she'll be at Planet City Comic Con, and I'm just hoping that's like the first uh, announcements of Avatar voice cast. Like one time, Planet City Comic Con was like, hey, who you want to see? And I said, oh, I want to see Janet Varney, Dante Bosco, Grey Doll Griffin, and so, so forth, so forth. As 
<clears throat> as after our last podcasters. And then I also said it would be dream to host a panel with them all on there, you know, just trying to, uh, you know, push, push that. And, uh, Jenny Varney did like the, she liked the tweet. So I'm th- hoping at least that she has plans to maybe be there with Dante Bosco. That would be fantastic. And also it'd be really great. I just imagined myself hosting a panel with all of them and somehow just crushing it. Even <laughs> like just as a mom though. Also. You know, I think we could settle with a panel with, you know, one of them would be cool, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, like, that in I, itself in, would in be my, a substantially vision, cool dream. In my vision head, no, I'm like in that big old face that they do, like, the, the really big panels. And I am, like, the narrator of the panel, just as I'm on. In my head, that is, like, the cool. You know how you sometimes just think of, like, the best case scenario for something? And it's not going to come true at all. And uh, so that's what I'm thinking in my head now. They tend to hire actual people who do this for a living to do those things. But still, that makes no sense. I mean, I've been we've been on this podcast now for going on more than four years. Granted, if they look at some of some of us, they'd be like, oh, no, he talks kind of too monotone. He doesn't have all the energy. I can bring the energy when I want to bring the energy. I'll just watch, be really tired. watch our panel from last year. The energy was there. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Yeah. That's why they gave us twenty more minutes, Chris. They rewarded us. Hey, I think. I think so. And I at think this rate, good, I think it's a good time. <laughs> at this rate, in ten more years, we'll have four more hours of panel. You know, if we get plus twenty every year, we'll just be a whole afternoon. Yeah. This is going to be a career for me doing panels. Just in just at Kansas City because we both have like families and stuff. And don't like yeah. to travel much. <laughs> Chris, I think our lack of traveling is going to take us out of the running of a career path here. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, it's not that we don't like to travel. We just traditionally don't. Yeah, that's a fair way to put it. <clears throat> but hey, we got accepted in the panel. And that's cool because the worst case scenario is that we get to wear the cool <laughs> badges where we walk in for free with little cool badge things that we get to have a panel, and that's yeah. pretty fun. That's I talked the... to John. He seems like he uh, yeah. is. Uh, he seemed excited to come back. He just asked, you know, asked his wife. Yeah, yeah I mean, he just cool. stood me up for a date uh, on Saturday, but whatever. That's fine. That's cool, John. I get it. Uh, oh, really? It was just a like a video game and toy swap meet type show thing. Who uh... who has anything going on in the middle of December? That's ridiculous. Should be embarrassed. Just kidding. John, come back to Comic Con with us. And will you dress as a mon again? No, don't reveal your secrets. We'll reveal the secrets later. I, I probably will. I'll probably just get a a, a fire ferret and just but the, you could, the coat you could felt wear good. you could wear uh I have a blue spirit mask that you can wear. Just get like a black just wear a black shirt something yeah just black clothes and then a blue yeah, yeah i can handle that absolutely uh something's relatively that's my thing i won't be comfortable as i'm walking around all day so yeah, yeah if i can wear easy. some like black sweatpants and a black hoodie and a blue spirit mask yeah great i'll crush that right. suit was probably the, the most comfortable i've ever been um cosplaying as something it was very it looked, breathable it looked thermodynamically well balanced if that's a word in clothing uh well hey all right yeah look for our panel chris in the meantime let's talk about unpopular avatar the last year opinions 
the way it's going to work right, is Chris so is going to lead us through some of the big ones. And then we got lots of other submissions from the fans, too, that we're going to kind of lightning round our way through. Yes, yes. So, my, so I have three. Uh, my first one, we talked about, we talked about recently. And I know this is an unpopular opinion, because I don't think anyone really agreed with me on this. <laughs> like, I don't think, like, I got a lot of feedback from that and did not get a lot of agreement. Uh, I think Avatar Last Airbender could use more death. And you, you can get, you can watch our video, our episode on that. Uh, to get our very in-depth thoughts on that. But I think more death will add uh, a couple more different character arcs to it. It will make it a little bit more realistic because these characters are in war. Um, and I think it adds weight to the characters. And I'm thinking a lot about that because I've been binging Naruto. And, uh, and there's a lot of death in Naruto. It's really realistic. Like having characters deal with the death of a close one and to be in there and be with them at that moment. I'm not saying that Avatar doesn't have loss because it absolutely does, but there's something very relatable about dealing with the concept of death because we all have to deal with it. That was, first of all, that was a fun episode to record and discuss. It was a fun discussion. So, yeah, uh, we don't do this very often, but plug in a past episode. That was just a good talk. And it'll summarize our thoughts. Chris, I would I agree that that is unpopular because I disagree with the opinion. But you, did, uh, yeah. you you but it is a it is a really good story building point where your your unpopular opinion though would likely create a, a more powerful narrative. I would say I would be satisfied or more satisfied if you recall that was episode three when when he finds all the the. Dead air nomads. Episode three. And if they could have added more weight to that somehow or other, without just being horribly traumatic, just two or three episodes in, um, that could have scratched my itch a little bit, or could have scratched some of that itch for me, or just make the deaths that that were there more impactful. Because there's a couple in the show. Just yeah, make, make those hit a little harder. Like Jet died. And they seem to be kind of over it by the next episode. Yeah, no about and it. even that, even the jet dying, like it kind of, like it drug out slow, and then I don't know, it was a weird, a weird anticlimax the way that he died, kind of. Yeah. Maybe not. Um, I mean, and again, I do understand. Give him more weight. Shows though. like, shows like, like anime can stretch out deaths, <laughs> and it can stretch out characters' reactions to deaths because anime, mm-hmm. like Naruto. We grew shipping. up in the Dragon Ball Z era of stretching things out, man. Like we, on Naruto shipping, it's like five hundred episodes. <laughs> it's a lot. It's it's too. It's it's a lot. Um, like take your time. I understand the limitations that Avatar Last Airbender had on it. Completely understand that. From from a sense of this is a Y seven show into, hey, we only have 22 minutes per episode, 28 episodes per season. Like, we sort of got to speediate some things. Well, uh, again, uh, so I won't agree with your literal opinion, but I will agree with your yeah. opinion that something, you're the one, one or the other, that, uh, could... You're the one that was like, oh, if we had to kill someone, let's like kill Appa. 
which I was completely not on board with. Right, just, just kill, just, just kill Hakoda and maybe Iroh. I think don't, that's what I settled on. Don't make me laugh today, Mostly man. Hakoda. It hurts, hurts too bad to laugh today. I'm just going for shock value um, with killing Appa. Yeah. But gosh, killing Appa. Just going for shock value. Right, we Listen. lost. If we had any new viewers, we probably lost them. What's what's the average lifespan of a flying bison? You know, they probably die sooner than humans anyway. I don't know. Uh, but or, I will, they, or they live longer. Like, how, what they, how, I don't know. How old does a regular yeah, bison average, get? Yeah, I know, right? And a manatee. I wonder, what's the lifespan of a manatee? I feel like since we're talking about mostly endangered things like manatees and bison, there's a joke about here that's like, oh, I don't know how long they're supposed to live. We'll never find out, you know? Yeah. There's an endangered species joke in there somewhere. But what I will, uh, but the, it's a great unpopular opinion to have, and it's great in this episode. And I will concede that something could have added like more depth, more more drama, more deepness to to the Avatar narrative. I I personally will concede that. Great, great unpopular opinion. Wow. Okay, so uh, Bison. <laughs> live up to 20 years. Okay. Manity live up to 60 years. No kidding. You have shut out. Wow. Uh, 40 years. Right. I don't know if that was the natural life expectancy of Manity. Um, but that was that was just a quick little stuff and I looked up. Do we do we know how old Appa is? Is he roughly Aang's age? I mean, he was I would guess he is roughly Aang. He's probably younger than Aang. Right. Do you, do you get a bison like sort of commensurate Aang, with your age? Aang got the bison when Aang got Appa, so there's an episode and maybe Appa's lost it. Maybe tells a bossing say. Where it shows Aang meeting Appa and Aang is probably like eight. It's before he got his airbanger tattoos and Appa's like Appa's like not taller than Aang. He comes like Aang's head. And so Appa's probably only he was probably less than a year old, I would think, at that point. And so Aang is probably about seven years older than so, listen, I'm just saying the possibility exists. No, uh, that's just for shock value. I can't kill animals on my show. Just get rid of Zuko. The... <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> um, yeah, we also lost another people there. Uh, oh, quick there's, shout there's out. the other. Uh, I was hoping that would be a fun segue to your next unpopular opinion. I'm probably off by one. Not, not to kill Zuko, no. Uh, oh, quick shout out to people who like our Facebook page and follow it. We're like above a thousand now. Yeah, cool. that's awesome. There's like a thousand people that like actively click the like button on the page. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, my second one is a little. We're getting a little bit more. Uh, Are you getting more unpopular think, yeah. or less unpopular? Yes, I'm getting more. You're, unpopular. you're building. Okay. Okay. Yes, well, the first one's pretty unpopular. unpopular. Yeah. So okay. the second one. Is that <clears throat> Aang had a bad character arc, <laughs> and it's somewhat a poorly written character. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's just if we had a I live audience about, right now, they'd be they'd be throwing like, throwing tomatoes or whatever people do. Listen, I love Aang. I, I truly do. He he's not a bad character. He's a great character. There's so much great stuff about him. Like the kid who doesn't want power but is the most powerful person in the world that is a great character setup but when i think about his character arc he doesn't really have a character arc um 
a character I, I I once saw in this book that a character arc is defined by the character dealing with the lie, confronting the lie that they tell themselves. And when I look at characters really good character arcs, they have that. Zuko, the lie he tells himself is, I want to be, I want to live up to my father's uh, desires for me. Like, I have to capture the Avatar to regain my honor, to get regain my title as the Prince of the Fire Nation, and I need my throne. Like, that's how I'm going to do it. That's a lie that he keeps telling himself. Korra, her lie first was, as the Avatar, I'm the most powerful person in the world, and I can solve any problem through punching it. Like, that is a lie that she tells herself, and she works through that. And she she used to define herself as being the Avatar, and she pushed and got through that. Aang's biggest lie is like, I don't want to be the Avatar. And that's kind of fine, but he gets over it by, like, episode two. He's like, I'm the Avatar, okay? I have to do these things. He kind of gets over that. The thing is, not all characters who are greatly written have character arc. And that's also fine. Uh, but when the character doesn't have a character arc, like, some characters are just, like, they are... They don't have to grow with the world. The world needs to grow with them. They need to be the inspiration for the world to change their views and their lives that they tell themselves. Aang doesn't really have that effect on other people that directly. Like, he's not the one who pushed Zuko. Uh, he, I mean, he nudged people maybe here and there, but it wasn't, like, emphatic. He's not the one that, like, nudged Zuko to change his ways, or even, like, Katara to change to change her viewpoints on things, or Sokka, or Toph. Um, like, everyone around Aang, I feel like, has had a good character arc. Like, Toph, she started off, her lie that she told herself was, I don't need anyone. I can take care of myself. I don't need friends, anything like that. I can take care of myself. She completely changed by the end of the show. So, I would, if, if you're not going to give Aang a character arc, Make Aang the catalyst for the change in all these individual characters. You want to make it seem like the world wasn't just missing an avatar. The world was missing a person with the heart and the joy and the forgiveness that Aang has. The show, I think, would have been stronger if it had that. I like that opinion a lot. That's a good hot take. I think most people will not care for that opinion. Um, it's a good fit here. Chris, I'll say, I don't think that it's non-existent. I'll say that it's bouncy. The lie that Aang tells to himself, it's, it's stuff I'd never really thought about before, which is why it's very interesting to me. The lie that Aang tells himself about not wanting to be the Avatar. But by the end of the series, I'm going to say it's bouncy, and he's got weirder ups and downs that we've talked about before. But he essentially is sort of finding inventive ways to to, you know, to mesh his values with the Avatar values. So there's still some kind of an arc there. It's just not very satisfying. Certainly not compared to the arcs around him. And I had never thought of, like, all right, well, if he can't be an arc, being a catalyst. That Somehow that feels more likely to me and that they probably could have done yeah. a little better job of making him a catalyst for some of those changes. Uh, whereas usually it's being shouldered by another one of the another one of the Team Avatar characters or Iroh. Um, as being a catalyst, so I think that's a great point. I would again wouldn't say it's not there. I just say it's it's a little bumpy, and not 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 huge either. It's not a big arc. Yeah, 
Yeah, I do think there's stuff there. Um, there's something I was thinking about. If the show, if I want to give Aang a character arc, I think it would be like Aang's perception of what an avatar needs to be is someone who strikes fear into the heart of people and smites people all around. Like, and the thing is, he deals with this a little bit. Like, he has, like, that nightmare about him being the Avatar and, like, him uh, turning into Koizilla. But it's not, like, a it's not a constant story thread. It's like, every now and then he'll think about it and deal with it, and then he's kind of over it. Um, and he talks, and it, it could have been helps and supported with the finale and things like that. If, if they just would have made it a bigger point of focus... Because um, to me, it wasn't really much focus at all. That would have been a little bit better. Um, and also, again, I think you still add on to it is him being the catalyst for people's change of, of hearts and change of minds. Uh, maybe another instance where adding a little more weight to to certain things might have helped um, a Ooh, bit. Yeah, like like Katara dealing with the death of her father and Aang being that like. Forgiveness. Make it punch a little harder. Because... Yeah. And make it like, last I know, a little I know the. Yeah, he's like, I know the foundation took your mother from you when you were a girl. They took your father from you. But you have to hold on to hope. Like you, and you have Katara going down maybe even darker path. Um, or getting farther down that path. Like, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. So... But I'm gonna I'm gonna speak in, in at least slight defense here, but I still think that might be a a difference of the well it's so it's still true it's completely true i believe i'm i'm with you it's more it feels like it's just a product of the type of show that they were having at the time where the episodes were serial but not as serial as we've yeah, come to get yeah. be used to today so that could be it yeah it exists in in accurate but i kind of understand why it happened i guess Hey, Avatar, Salt, I Salt still, take. for the record, I consider Avatar Last Airbender to be the greatest, not only cartoon of all time, not only show of all time, but like the greatest work of fiction that I, and that's very, a very hyperbolic statement. I consider it to be the greatest it's work not of hyper, fiction. It's not hyperbolic because you truly believe it. It's only hyperbole if you like, yeah, this is the greatest ever. And also Naruto is the greatest. And also, no, like you've consistently... And repeatedly said that one of these. So I don't think that's hyperbole. I think you genuinely feel that way. It's a it's a powerful statement. Um, great uh, take. Okay. What's the big one here? So, What's the big reveal? This one, I I might get knives. You know, you know that uh, that uh. People are gonna come to angled, our con that, that, to that our tangled, panel, and they're gonna tangled, stab yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. You know that tangled meme where what is his name Ryder has all those knives on him. This take is going to get that. <clears throat> that is uh, my favorite Disney song, by the way. If anybody's curious. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, because it's the I Have a Dream, is it? Yeah, it's a great. It yeah. slaps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's no bass in it. it. Doesn't slap, Chris. I'm glad you remembered the conversation. Anyway, <laughs> derailing us. My bad. Today, e- you might not know who the rapper E40 is, but E40 not is familiar. a rapper out of out of uh, the Bay Area, and he he coins a lot of terms that gets used in, uh, in black slang. 
I think he said he coined the term slaps. Because someone was like, asked him in an interview, was like, does food slap? He's like, no, food does not slap. It smacks. Like, food does not slap. That's a good take. It I smacks. Like that. <laughs> and, then he, and then he got mad about it. He was like, you can't tell me. Like, I'm the one that invented the words. But, uh, but yeah, that word, I do, I did know that the word came from uh, the Bay Area. I, I don't know the validity that he came up with. I wouldn't doubt it because E40 does come up with a lot of different words that have been used. Uh, used. Anyway, hmm. not important. For the record, so, the Avatar, the Avatar closing yes. credits song, I feel like legitimately, in a literal way, slaps. A lot of good bass in there. A lot of good bass. My number one hot take, unpopular opinion, is that <laughs> is that Iro is a terrible father. Okay. Interesting. And we've talked about this. We talked about this before. Because uh, we talked about this probably in our Father's Day, ranking so, the fathers. That's probably. Day I'm not shocked, and I was waiting to be shocked. But I oh, think okay. it's. We, we, I think it's because we've kind of we've kind of gone through this hoop before. Of, in a very literal way, like yeah, that dude is a bad dad. <laughs> not <laughs> but supposed the thing to. Is, if you say that, people are like. What are you talking about? Iroh's great. Like Iroh's like okay. There's this one artist I really love. Her her fan art I think is really great. Um, she actually did the. Uh, so she used to do fan. She still does fan art. Um, <laughs> but she did she did the art for this upcoming book. Actually, I think it's already out. It's called <laughs> Unfreezing Day about Aang. She does it in a little like cartoonish style, but she also does anyway. She does a great art. She had just one really great piece of art that's like Iroh being hugged by all the team Avatar. Beautiful stuff. Granted, Ira wasn't that close to a lot of these members of Team Avatar. Like he was pretty much close to Zuko, and that's it. Um, but and I think Ira <laughs> underneath it. Yeah, this is great. This was like she her it was she did this on Father's Day. She's like Happy Father's Day to Ira, the best uh, father in the Avatar universe. I was like, was like one of the worst. Like the and the reason why especially if you go off the his, literal empirical evidence of his fatherhood and not yes. the sort of surrogate as, as yeah as a father to Lutin, his beliefs that the fire nation should rule the world for whatever reason or his unwillingness shared, to combat them so even if he didn't feel yes. that way yep he passed that down to Lutin. And Lutin died because of it. Lutin died in an unjust war because he saw his father, the general of the Fire Nation. I assume he was inspired by his father. Who doesn't want to be like their dad if their dad's like present? I mean, in in his writings, he writes to there's a uh, in in the tales of Boston say when Iroh is is on there talking, seeing uh, leaves from the vine. There's a note. <clears throat> with Lieutenant's face on it, it says like, "See you when the war is over, your beloved son, Lieutenant." Like he clearly I- idealized his father, Iroh, and that led to his death. It would be like if a, a member of the KKK passed down to his son racism, and his son died doing something racist. I don't know, whatever. It would be <laughs> lots of choices. His fault. <laughs> yeah. Like. It would have been those teachings and those beliefs that you just inherently automatically pass down to your children. Iroh knew this was bullcrap that he was believing. 
or he wouldn't have changed his way. <laughs> like that was a catalyst to him changing his viewpoints on things. Yeah, either way is either it was either like actively supporting and believing or just like apathetically not not contraindicating in some yeah. way, shape or form. Um, yeah. and I think and I think when people don't <clears throat> accept this, they are doing a disservice to the amazing character arc that Iro went on and to his character as a whole. I think you are uh and should give Iroh a lot of credit for being a tremendous surrogate father, but even then Yes, absolutely. He's only a tremendous surrogate father like by the end. You know, we've we've discussed on numerous occasions that like he's not finished his journey. That's part of what makes Iroh maybe the best character in the show, or at least one of the most likes, is that he's still on his journey in his old age through the show. But like even in those moments, you know, I don't know. He's not he's not a great father until the end, even, of the show. He's working there. I mean, he's getting he's trying there. With, with Zuko. I think he's I think he's taking the approach with Zuko that he needs to take. He can't be like Zuko, your father is a terrible human being. Well, like, it Zuko is also outwardly uh reject Iroh. He and Iroh don't have that bond yet either. Like that bond also grows. I don't think they start out they start out more of a uncle like uncle nephew yeah. place and they end up in a father son place so like yeah, yeah even even with all of that evidence in tow i think it's still safe to say that like yeah it took him a really long time to become a great father in a surrogate sense uh but the vast majority of his adult life that he was not so yeah i'm down with that i re- i will soundly support your unpopular opinion chris did people yeah. vote against that did you have any any heated conversations on that one no i did so i, did, I didn't share my unpopular opinions well, that, same. okay but that makes sense a while ago when i shared it on on twitter i got a lot of people <laughs> i got a lot you of shared it on out. father's day to spice spice up twitter on father's day well man now i mean if if elon musk disagrees with you you know you'll have your account <laughs> banned next week True. um chris another great take uh, I didn't come up with any of my own because the only one I have, you know, just the two, right? I I don't know if you count like not liking Zutara as an unpopular opinion or not because that's so fifty fifty divisive. I don't know if it's exactly fifty fifty, but like everybody we'll, is pretty we'll get to that, yeah. hard one way or the other. And then the other one, of course, is that Jet sucks. Jet's a bad character. <laughs> he he listen. That kid grew up in the woods. There's no way that kid got good at martial arts, hanging out in the woods with a bunch of other little miscreants. I've seen what kids do on their own, and that's not it. There's no way that kid is that good. There's no way Katara's fallen for that kid. Not for more than, like, a hot minute. He is a he's a poorly baked character, and I'm glad he that he... Uh, uh, what do I want to say here? Go tread, tread cautiously. I'm not glad he died. I'm glad he does not make a lot of appearances in the show oh, okay. because I do not like him as a character. That's my only hot yeah, takes. <clears throat> All right. Uh, viewer unpopular opinions. Uh, Thanks Terry, for commenting, by the way. Yes, thank you all for commenting. I appreciate it <laughs> greatly. Uh, Terry, Ozai, overrated villain because he's just following Sozin's footsteps. Mons are here in the lock and Sozin follow their own paths of being a villain. 
I agree with that. I, I mean, so I think I, it's safe to say that's one. not all that unpopular. I think a lot of people point yeah. to Ozai's soft villainy as a, as maybe a weaker spot of the show. Yeah. Ed. Ed says, Katara had every right to be hostile and distrustful towards Zuko when he wanted to join their group. Zuko's too much of a whiner and gets more sympathy for his actions than he deserves. I mean, I sort of share that opinion. I knew you would share I that get, opinion. I get, that's why. Listen, he's just dramatic and that draws like that draw people to him like the squeaky wheel gets the oil, Chris. That's the old Oh, I do want to say something real quick that's the part of my head about Zuko. So there's a scene, the scene in Zuko Alone where the mother, right, like Zuko's like, he beats that guard guy. He's like, I am Zuko, heir of the Fire Nation, son of Fire Lord Ozai, heir to the throne. And then, like, the mom is like, get away from him. Get away from my son. And like, some people are like, oh, poor Zuko. I'm like, and some people are like, oh, that mom is such, like, such a bee. No, that mom like, reacted uh, no. how I would have that reacted. Mom... <laughs> that mom just lost her oldest son to the war and now who she thought could be somewhat of a replacement you find out that he is the son of the fire lord and he's proud about it he's like who most of the root cause war. of all this yeah like I... hey should we just like kidnap him right now maybe like if i was them i would have kidnapped zuko as, as although they, none of them was probably strong enough they all seem pretty weak but if i was them I would have jumped him. I don't care if he's like 17, 16. He would have been a prisoner of, of war at that point. The um, Yeah, listen, I don't know that that's oh, that yeah. unpopular of an opinion. <laughs> the uh, Tara thing, uh, it's funny. There were also, I remember watching in college this, that episode. It's hard to call any Zutara opinion unpopular because it just it feels so divisive. Yeah. Um, Western Air Temple, where Katara was like, she was, she was threatening Zuko. She was like, I don't, you know, everyone else might be buying your change, but if you make one step out of line, you won't, you won't have to worry about your destiny anymore, and I will end it right then and there. It's like, holy crap. And I remember watching that with my with my uh, roommate. Not the first, I, it was probably like the fourth time I watched it. My roommate was like, Katara's being a bee. She's not. Like, no, she trusts She's being Zuko. a mom. Yeah, like she, she's being protective. Like she, she was the first one to trust Zuko, so she should be. And he straight up betrayed her. Uh, so I'm cool with with uh, cool with Katara threatening him like that. Okay, not to mention it's just it a really... kind of a baller <clears throat> Katara moment. It was, yeah, it really was. Uh, one of these days, we're gonna do an episode on like the, the best like BA lines in in the series. I have a list. That'd be awesome. Uh, Kimberly says, shipping odor, Katara, and Toph. Yeah, that's, I, have, I have no okay. uh, real qualms against that. I haven't heard that before, though, so that is... Uh, I, was, I was trying to think yeah. if that's one that's ever come up in my mind. Yeah. And I think the answer is uh, no. Yeah. Lee <laughs> says, helps people understand Buddhism better, since people in the West have no idea what Buddhism is. And then he kind of made some generalization about Christianity, which I don't agree with, probably because I'm Christian. <laughs> Listen, this ain't a Christian podcast, but we're Christians in here. Um, <laughs> that's I'm, I wouldn't consider that an un. Unpop- 
popular opinion yeah, it's just at like its a, base, though. Just, just a, a nice note. I, I enjoy learning about uh, different cultures and stuff, yeah. even though I, I don't. It's not like I'm going to ever leave, but I just enjoy learning about different peoples and their cultures and stuff. Anyway, Caitlin has a lot. Uh, which of course is great. she does. You know, Thanks, we're, Caitlin. We love uh, Caitlin writing. Caitlin is uh, our writer. Uh, we don't pay her. She just <laughs> writes a lot for us. Sean <laughs> uh, Camp. Um, so, Aang <laughs> shouldn't have been with Katara. Should have been a childhood crush like Toph and Sokka. Uh, Aang is not interesting at all as a character. I wouldn't go that far. But I said what I said before. A little harsh, but I see the point. <laughs> Aang acts more like an airbender than an avatar. He's truly an airbender first and then an avatar second. You know, I think I'll agree with that. Katang is not romantic. You know, I'm I'm Katang shipper, but I agree with that because they're like mostly depicted as teenagers. I don't think any teenagers, no matter how much chemistry they have, is romantic. I, uh, I don't either. Like, I've never... Like, I just, even as a teenager and I was crushing on girls, I didn't have romance. That's the... No, like I don't. I didn't know. I don't know what that. I barely know what that looks like now. The perfect, the perfect, uh, the perfect ending to the show would be like you look like years later, and they're all just dating and married to completely different people that we never met before. Because that's how life works. <laughs> Nobody's gonna. Uh, the that, there's a good little, unpopular opinion. Yeah. She continues to say the beach was too little, too late for what they did with Azula. Uh, I love that episode. Uh, it's glorious and satisfying that Ozai manipulated Azula and the Phoenix King after all the manipulations she'd done to other people. That's really true. We don't talk that much about... I think some people uh, tend to uh, paint Azula in like a more innocent light. When I don't think she, she's that innocent. Uh, I mean, you always want to especially like the younger people are, the more you want to like, give them second chances, but you know, she's had multiple opportunities yeah uh katara wasn't thinking when offering suko the spirit water ozai is fine the way he is he is abusive to his kids and his wife and he is the big bad i do think that's an unpopular opinion because that kind of contradicts uh someone's i would change ozai in, in some type of fashion no i i think that is a i think that's a legitimately unpopular opinion yeah. in a good way like in what we're looking for i think yes, most people yes, think yeah. ozai is a bad villain uh, but what they're saying or what I'm getting is like, yeah, you know, it's the distant big bad. He's a mean yeah. guy. He's powerful. And he's like a imposing distant threat. So, you know, I disagree with it, but I think it's a good unpopular opinion. Yes. Uh, Ozai should have died. Um, I, I think probably 20% of the will probably agree. I think that's, I think that's unpopular. Maybe I, more. Maybe I, split, more. I, don't know. I, I feel like I change my opinion on that often. I, you know, I, I don't love that Aang just got to have a new kind of bending to solve this problem. Mm. That's always... We just talked yeah. about that, like, what, two weeks ago on plot conveniences? Yeah. Um, oh, man, someone wrote in the that... comments of... It was, um... Mm, I want to say his <clears> name is... God. So he writes a lot of... He comes up, like, really interesting alternate uh, universes. Like, he would often write them out. I do read them. I appreciate them. Hmm? Uh, but he, was, he wrote something I never thought about before. He kind of rewrote the end there. How much time are we at right now? I'm just curious. Uh, 39 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, we talked a lot before, which is probably skewing your perception. Yeah. yeah. I went on a whole spiel about 
about Henry Cavill. It was a great it's talk. We talked about Henry Cavill, Black Batman. Like, y'all should have been there. <laughs> um, oh, anyway, he was <clears throat> he was saying that, like, instead of that Dios uh, Machina of, of Aang learning energy bending, he could have learned... I'm like, dang it, I'm forgetting what he wrote exactly. But I never thought about it this way to rewrite. And I thought it would have been actually better. Um, I, uh... You know, I didn't think about this. I think it's in our last video. Go look at it. I didn't think about this at that time. But if you consider that that was like a a point that I made, it's like, well, all right, well, the alternative is he probably dies. So I guess I'm okay with the idea of him dying. I don't know if it's really unpopular or not. Oh, I know what it was. It was like Aang learned how to use the plot device of Aang learning how to open his chakras and let that be like, Kind of uh, of catalyst of him learning how to close people's chakras. Because by the end, you know, I already two, I already buy that way more. That's like already yeah. more appealing to me because he's not inventing a new thing. It's just like, oh, you open these rivers, you shut off these rivers and other people. That's great. Yeah. Uh, granted, you, like <laughs> your yeah, move, I, Netflix. I'm with the lion turtle somewhere. I mean, you can still do the lion turtles. Yeah, it would still uh, fit. Legend of Korra. It's, yes, yeah, exactly. I'm cool with it. Your move, yes, Netflix series. Uh, Roku's a bad avatar. So I recently got kind of a, a little a, a friendly argument with someone about Roku being a bad avatar <clears throat> on, on Twitter. I, I still think a, a big part of the pop, a big part of fans think Roku was a, a good avatar, but I think if you look at it, yeah, it was he. He definitely is a new PR team, like Cora. Seemed like Cora got a great PR team. He got you know a lot of stuff in the book told about him. It's because He's he died young, Chris. Light. And when you die young, people people tend to think positively about you. Roku lived you too long. He lived long enough to become the villain, Chris. Or... Yeah. Right. <laughs> <True>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk enough about how protective and smart Sokka is. Probably true. Uh, Taizula is a horrible non-canon ship. Their own dynamic is the platonic relationship with Joker and Harley. No, thank you. I think I agree with that. Also, I'm more interested in shipping Ty Lee with May, which is really the Harley and Poison Ivy dynamic instead of the Joker. Wow, really interesting way to think about those two that's characters. A, that's a great uh, parallel. I, I, there again, I, you know, I think it's a good opinion. I don't, I don't know that it's all that unpopular, but I think I think a lot of people do ship Tizula and uh, is that yeah. weird to anybody else though? It's weird to me. Tylee and May make make a lot more sense. Yeah, her last one, Ursa loves Azula and doesn't think of her as a monster. Again, I think there's a little bit of that. Uh, fans trying to make Azula seem a little bit more sympathetic. Uh, Cameron says Katara should have ended up with Zuko. Uh, Jose Gasara, Jose, uh, I'm sorry, Jose says Zuko and Katara would have been way more interesting in storyline than Aang and Katara. So more of that Zutara stuff. And those people are like people who are trying to a... shape love to fit their definition of love. <laughs> and I'm not buying it. Get Patricia... out of here. <laughs> Patricia said Roku's dumb for fighting for fighting <laughs> the volcano. <laughs> That's a reasonable opinion. Or... Uh, Jahangir says a 12-year-old kid defeating Ozai in the Fire Nation seems very unrealistic and impossible to me. I think I always like that little story that element of like the chosen kid 
who is like the world's softest kid but has to take on this responsibility. I'm mm-hmm. cool with it. Uh, if we can, for- here's one for you, Sean, from Anna. If we can forgive Zuko, we can forgive Jet. Who died a hero? Oh, I mean, I'll forgive Jet. I just think he's a bad character. <laughs> oh, okay. He doesn't have to be a bad person. He just he's like poorly. <laughs> he's just poorly baked. That's all. Uh, Theodore, <laughs> right underneath said, "Objectively, I say you're right, but subjectively, I dislike Jet too much." <laughs> beautifully, uh, beautifully worded. Uh, Terry says, "I don't know if this is unpopular or popular, but I want Toph to have a villain rival." I fully agree with that. I never thought about it before. In the comic books, they tried to give her kind of a rival who, who would, like, earthbend toe-to-toe with her, and that never went anywhere. That was kind of disappointing. Uh, there again, I think you could have added more punch or more drama to the to the other wrestlers chasing her down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Could have added yeah. more weight to that, and that might have worked. But Taylor says, I didn't care about, the, about Uncle Iroh or Toph. That is, like... That's pretty I mean, unpopular, my friend. Good. Listen, you're entitled yeah, to that true. opinion, but I'm going to label that as wildly unpopular. Yeah. Uh, AJ, this is the last one, says, Katara should have ended up with Zuko. Uh, not Aang. That's, uh, anyway. Aang should have ended up with Azula. Uh, Chris, for darkness yeah. to be more relatable. Give me your give me your best estimate. If you had to pick one side or the other, you had to pick Katang or Zutara. If you had to pick, Katang. you don't get the other outs, or you don't get to pull a Sean. Just be like, it's a stupid conversation. What what percentage is Landon? Is it like, you know, if I'm saying I think it's about fifty fifty, if but if everybody oh, in the world mean, had to pick one side or the other, what's that percentage going to wind up being? What percent is it? I think it's like fifty. 5% Katang, 45% Zutara. Okay. That's all or I'm trying probably, to get. Is... Probably 50% Katang, 40% Katara, like, and the rest don't. Can't. I think it's unpopular, or I don't like it, but I don't think it's an unpopular opinion, right? Yeah. It's such think, a big I think it's deal. A pretty, I think it has like the fiercest fans. It's a pretty... It's a big one. Uh, Yeah, you know, the biggest oh, things I heard in there was... I do... Keep going. Uh, I was just going to commend the guy for saying that he didn't find Toph or Zuko all that interesting. And then the idea, Mm. it is nice to hear, I don't remember if it was Caitlin or somebody else, sort of defend Ozai as a villain. And that's a conversation that you and I have had before. It it probably is an unpopular opinion that could use more discussion. Yeah. I don't remember if that was Caitlin or somebody else prior, but. I think uh, it was uh, Caitlin mentioned it and someone else said uh, mentioned it as well. But Chris? yeah, those are uh, some opinions. Great. Great. That was a lot Great. of fun. Uh, feedback. Yeah, thanks for thanks for chiming in, uh, whether your opinion was popular or unpopular with us and or the masses. And we appreciate your comments and all your participation. Come back next week. We will talk about Legend of Korra on what will technically be our Christmas episode. Although, like usual, we don't. We're just gonna tell you Merry Christmas if you celebrate that. We don't like have anything else planned or any trees or anything. <laughs> we don't want to force you to celebrate Christmas. That's Christmas. No, that's that's not our Sorry. style. Um, I do feel like we always have like holiday episodes, but our holiday episode is just like Happy Holidays, you know. <laughs> so yeah, come back next week and we'll talk about unpopular. Cora opinions 
I'm sure there'll be an appearance by a certain guy driving a certain piece of heavy machinery uh, that seems highly illogical to me. He'll make not an appearance. I'm not, I'm not going to even bring it up. I probably will. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for watching. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> I did. I did not mute you. Usually we get a beat. Today we got a cough. Man, I can't even turn my head to cough, so usually I can be more polite and cough to the side, and I can't even do that today.